Fox Studios. Good evening, everybody. It is Sunday, April 21st. I'm Adela. Dan is on his way, and you are listening to the Undervalley Hours on WRSC 88.7 FM. Want to know a band before they get popular? Tune into the Undervalley Hours, Sunday nights at 6 p.m. on WRSC 88.7 FM, and discover the best of local unsigned musicians. Don't miss out on the next big thing. Alrighty, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in on this absolutely beautiful Sunday afternoon. I'm Adela. This is the Underbelly Hours, um, Chicago, or rather Elmhurst College's home for local music, local happenings, artist news, and everything you might want to find out about what's going on in your local underground scene. Um, tonight, we have a very special show for you today. We have the absolutely awesome York Album Project, specifically Mr. Gemko, who is the founder of the project, and other musicians who have contributed to this year's endeavor. But more on that later. They're going to be coming on the show at 6.45. Um, but while I wait for Dan, my wonderful co-host, to get here, we're going to kick things off, as we normally do here, with some new music. The first one of which comes from a band who is really cool, and they've contacted us about being on the show, but we haven't been able to accommodate them yet and hope to do so very soon. They're called The Off Days. They're more of a rock kind of, um, I don't know, I think 2000s era rock band. They released a new single called Skinny Dipping, and you can find it on Spotify and Bandcamp. And here it is. This is the single Skinny Dipping by The Off Days on WRSE 887FM. FM. Yeah. 
All right. The song you just heard was Skinny Dipping by The Off Days. Um, that's their latest single. And by the way, the playlist I'm uh, drawing from for new music today is from, of course, Chicago Soundtrack, Brian Shamey's website. Shout out. Shout yeah. out. Thank you so much for putting together this awesome website of local musicians. Um, and honestly, it's what we use whenever we're in a pinch and looking for new music to feature on our show. So it's really helpful. Shout out, Brian. Thanks for being awesome. And Thanks, in fact, Brian. <laughs> the next song that we're going to feature from for the new music segment actually comes from the soundtrack as well. This is by a band called Young Volcanoes. I don't know much about them, to be honest, but we're going to just go ahead and play them because it looks yeah. interesting. This is Wild and Free by Young Volcanoes on WRSC 88.7 FM.
Welcome back, everybody. The song you just heard was a new track by a band called Young Volcanoes called Wild and Free. Yeah, that was a uh, that was a banger. Yeah, I was I was that not was, expecting that. We kind of took a dive with that one. Uh huh. I don't know. I was I was into it. It was upbeat. Um, I have to go back and listen to it a little bit more in depth, though. I'm not really sure what was going on, hundred percent in the song, but it seemed really cool and yeah, you know, upbeat. I think I got the gist. Yeah. All right. Well, if you want to go check that out, that's on YouTube. Actually, not my style, but pretty good for whatever yeah. that style is. I don't know. How would you describe that? Electronic rock thing. I don't know. It's like a mixture of like, it's got like the drop kind of for electronic music. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, the viewers who are watching on that drop um, Facebook Live just saw me do a really awkward hand Yeah, no, it was beautiful. Yeah, but uh, I, you it know, it's it's got that electronic <clears throat> just drop. And then a rock instrumentation, so I'm not really sure what we would call that. But no, I think that's you know. Yeah, yeah, I think you're onto something there. Maybe. You should check out Future Rock. Yeah. They sound like electronic rock. They're Fair a good enough. band. Fair enough. Well, I'm no expert on electronic rock, but we are gonna be moving <laughs> on to different matters today. Um, specifically something that's really close uh, to my heart and I know to the hearts of many people around here. Uh, this is a little something, of course, called the York Album Project. Um, it is a group of several diverse musical students from York High School um, who connect together during the year to create songs and produce an entire album. Um, and of course, we can't get this whole thing started without talking to the founder of the project, Mr. Chris Gremko. So um, welcome to the show. And Thanks for having us. <laughs> how awesome is it that this is happening like fifth year now this is the right? fifth year we've we've uh uh been putting an album together for yeah five years now wow um can you maybe talk a little bit about the backstory of how this whole project got started yeah i've definitely told the story before but um <laughs> i'm just it, it does start also with the, the person right here adela it does start with adela and, and ali um back in in high school oh. when they were freshmen and um yeah really the they they kind of represented um everything that was just really interesting and sophisticated and uh, intellectual about songwriting, young songwriting, that um, I was really just learning um, what's happening. Mm -hmm. uh, I was just in charge of this musicians club and I just kept discovering um, all these students who were writing these really incredible songs. Mm -hmm. And I felt it was important that there was a way for these students to get their music recorded and out into the world right away, not wait until there was um, some sort of means or somebody to find them or just say, we can do it, let's do it right now and let's let's record it and let's, let's, let's find a way to get this music um, in the ears of people that should hear. No mm -hmm. matter 14, 15 years old, I, I, it just needed to be done sooner than later. So that's how it started. Mm -hmm. And I just had the opportunity when I went back for my, my master's in music education, I needed to do a grad project, so I, I chose to do... Uh, recorded an album with my students and that's how it all came together um, uh, for the first time that was uh, school year 2014 2015 mm -hmm. and uh, we've been doing it ever since and it just just came together so well and it it just kind of it, it evolved on its own and the the students now see it as something that's a fixture they 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 talk about it as if it's just something that's just part of, of the school year. It's not even, uh, it's not a new thing anymore. It's still pretty new. I mean, it's, it's only five years old, but it's still become a, like a, a crucial, important um, part of the music department at York now. Mm -hmm. So I'm pretty, pretty proud of, of where it's gone. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's, I'm, more schools need 
this kind of project because I mean there's been so many amazing songs written by artists when they're only like 16 15 mm-hmm. 17 yeah. John Lennon like, Paul McCartney Keith Richards Mick Jagger they're all right 15 16 years old when they started writing music so why wait yeah and what's funny is um before we go into more questions I was actually just this morning listening to an interview with Ben Ben Giffords is it from Ben Gibbard Gibbard from um Death Cab for Cutie mm-hmm. and he was talking about the fact that he just recently d- rediscovered some of the songs that he wrote when he was 16 17 and you know performed them in front of this audience a stripped down acoustic audience um and, and they were incredible songs so it's just i don't know it's funny it goes to show you that people really underestimate the power of creativity that, that you have when you're young and your ability to put things into words and and on that exactly what you just said the the, so the inability to put things into words as a young person mm-hmm. i think being able to introduce this other form of expression that mm-hmm. they're already kind of exploring and say here this is this is a real way to to communicate and share what you're thinking it doesn't have to be about selling records it has to be just here's a way for me to say what i'm thinking and then you you get that song out of you and like oh now i understand my life a little bit more maybe just one tiny little piece more yeah um, and the more you write the more you figure you just uh, figure out about your your surroundings your friends your you know just what you want to do with your life i think it's just it's an important element for, for some people to really find that that uh, that part of themselves that has just confused about how do I say what I want to say, mm-hmm. I think that's really really touches uh, some kids that like this is this is my this is my way this is how, this is how I can talk to the world. Mm-hmm. Awesome, um, and this is maybe just something that I'm not really sure if we talked about on the show before, but I thought it might be useful to get into the world. Um, but did you run into any difficulties when you were first trying to get this off the ground? Um, and what were some of those obstacles that stood in your way, if, if you had any at all? Looking back at what we, how we do it now, um, we have a lot of better equipment now. We have more space. We have more. Um, we always had support um, by you know, the department chair and everybody in the music department. We already, we are, we always had their support. Um, we didn't have the means though. I, we didn't have, but a few SM 58s and a couple audio interfaces. And, uh, it it was, it was not necessarily anything we could really do in house at all. So I just happened to, you know, whenever there's a problem or whenever there's something I want to get done, I, I don't always need to be the one who has the answers. So I, I find the people who can help. And and, uh, I reached out to, Tim Flynn, who um, has a, his a studio and his garage in Lombard, and um, we had just known each other through other just musical things, and he was all all in on the the idea of all right, well, this project is going to include you recording your song uh, as an option recorded with Tim. Just saying, we don't have a studio, we don't, we can't record these songs, but for a for a small small fee, he did a promotion for anybody involved to come to a studio and record one song for like fifty bucks or a hundred bucks, which really got us off the ground um and since then we've gravitated more towards diy it's all diy really it's all just do it yourself use what you have um however you can to get the song recorded and rely on the resources of the people around you to to make it as good as it can be um so once we did the first album and did most of those songs 14 of the 15 were recorded in tim's garage Mm -hmm. studio and the second year, I think we did like 23, 24 songs, and about half of them were recorded at uh, 
Tim's studio. So ever since then, slowly, 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 we've been figuring out more how to do it ourselves, at least get good recordings, Mm -hmm. good drum recordings, good vocals. Now we have nicer mics, we have nicer spaces, and um, we have the capacity to, you know, have a a dozen kids come in and work on an individual project in 12 different rooms um, on a perfect day, if that were the case. But Mm -hmm. so we've learned a lot and um, we're still growing. I can't even believe how we do it now. I can't believe that we ever even got it done that first year or two. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know how we did it, but um, just it's just something that has a force of its own now. Uh, and it's become something that, that um, is has become uh, so widespread that not only am I noticing students writing individual songs or a couple songs, uh, last year students are writing albums. Mads Buckley put out an album based on this project that I started in my music production three class. Every student writes, records, and releases an EP of at least three songs. Well, she kept writing and writing and writing and said, is it okay for me to do an album? I'm like, yeah, of course it is. Just as many songs as you want. Uh And so then the next year she took music production three again. And I said, well, Mads, uh, let's do another album. (laughs) And so she put out two albums in two years. And that made me think, okay, well, there's, there's definitely more students like her that that need to put out an album, not just one song a year. And so this year, um, at, at the end of last school year, I reached out to five or six different groups and said, let's do another extension of the York Album Project called the LP Project. So similar group, but um, I mean, it's, it's all under the same umbrella of the York Album Project, but now it's kind of a challenge. Say, all right, I think I think you all can write and record a whole album, not just one song. Mm-hmm. So... Um, I kind of uh, put together a, uh, a series of shows, three different shows that would encourage them to not only prepare material, but be, be ready to perform material in a, uh, a meaningful space and have some some really cool professional mementos to take with them. So the LP project was piloted this year. And I think all the people that are gonna, you're going to talk to later tonight um, are part of it. Ben Pavlik, Bridie Costello, Sleeveless Jacket, um, and I'm not sure if Maggie Quick she may be here or not. Mm-hmm. Um, Tanya Guerrero, Kate Gerke, uh, they all participated in this. And um, all the albums aren't out yet, but just the whole process has has been really interesting to see. Because at the beginning of the year, I don't, I didn't really know what it was going to do or how it was yeah. going to turn out. Like I never do. You never know how a, a good idea is going to uh, end up at the end of it, but. Uh, I know it's. I know what we've done has been worth it, and it's going to continue to evolve into something. But they all have, in the works, full-length albums ready to put out in a couple weeks. So, um, it's 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 pretty cool, and I just I think that uh, I'm glad just to watch it happen because I can't take credit for what they're doing Mm -hmm. because I just said, hey, can I push them off the cliff? Go do it, and they they agreed to do it. And they, they took the challenge and um, some of the songs that I've been hearing come out of this process have just been so, so cool. Mm-hmm. I'm just so excited to, to hear them. They're all going to be streaming on Spotify, Apple Music, you know, in the next couple of weeks, along with the album project. But um, I think what's more important than anything is just uh, these students taking ownership of, of their art and uh, the recording process and um, saying, we don't need you anymore, Mr. Gemco. We're doing this on our own. That's, that's success, that they're doing that on their own then I've done something right. Yeah. yeah. You're making little business musician entrepreneurs. Uh-huh. That's awesome. Um, have, 
so do you then help them with all like the promotional side of things and the marketing side of things after the album's done? Like you said, getting it on Spotify and Apple Music and all that? Yeah, for the for, <clears throat> as part of this project, what I said I would do for them was I would sponsor one year of a DistroKid account, which DistroKid is a website. Um, it's a service that allows you to, um, if you write, record music, you can release under one artist's name if you get, if you get a DistroKid account for, mm-hmm. for twenty dollars like a bucks. year. Yeah, yeah, twenty bucks a year. You can put your own music out. I think it's somehow related to I think it's like DK Records and yeah. DistroKid, yeah. whatever. But you can release all of your own music as much as you want all year long for twenty bucks, and they you decide where it goes to. It can go to YouTube. It can go to Spotify. It can go to mm-hmm. Apple Music iTunes library or store, whatever you want it to go to. Um, it's The power is totally in the artist's hands. Are you going to make money off of it? Maybe enough to pay back your 20 bucks a year. <laughs> but really it's, <laughs> yeah, about, pretty much. it's about having control over, hey, um, here's my music. I want you to listen to it. What's the easiest way for me to get you to listen to my music when everybody's attention is so scattered and you barely get anyone's attention for more than... 15 seconds mm-hmm. it's like well if, if it's not easy for them to just press a button to hear your song they're not going to listen to it and i think that's number one you've created this music you want to share it you've got to have uh, a really easy way for someone in their pocket to pull it out and listen to your music with with zero um hassle mm-hmm. and so that's that's as far as like just getting them to to market themselves i, I just try to encourage them to realize you do have to shamelessly promote yourself. You're your manager, you're your marketer, you are your promoter, you are your um, uh, tour manager, whatever it is that has to be done. No one's going to care more about it than you um, unless you're really lucky and you have a whole team of people around you that have invested that much into your art. But um, it really is a, it's a, it's a DIY world out there and mm-hmm. you got to get, you have to push your music into people's faces. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Yep. Um, so, all of these LPs, then really quick before we move on to the York album project itself, just so we can clarify, um, are those recorded also in York High School or are those recorded in an outside venue slash recording studio? How does that work out? Um, I offer my well? support in any way that I can. Mm-hmm. And I also give them professional options. Um, we I connected with uh, Colin Peterick, who owns the Jam Lab, which is an amazing space to do any recording. So I I encourage them to to seek him out. Um, I don't require anything. A lot of students, in fact, probably the majority of the students who are part of the LP project, are recording at York, and a lot of the work has been done in the school. Mm-hmm. Um, one one student did her whole album uh, at the Jam Lab, so that is. Uh, you know, something that was an, was an option, but um, most of the students, <laughs> most of the students have have uh, chosen to to use what they have at their fingertips and yeah. and hone their own skills. And and really, they've been doing a lot of it on their own. I can help them set equipment up, but really, for the most part, they've been running the show. It's a learning and, process. That they, yeah. How much yeah. equipment have you like gathered after the success of the first couple albums? Like, has the school helped fund it all, or is it mostly donations from uh, that you get from the the final product um a lot of the equipment is just the equipment that i've encouraged to the the department to to purchase through just the success of the music production program Mm. so we have a really incredible music lab that has 22 um workstations with everyone has every station has a, a 
two input focus right so you can plug in microphones or guitars or um, um, so basically you have the, the the lab but you also have 11 or 12 different recording spaces, practice rooms, essentially, with DAWs as well, digital audio workstations. Got to go there sometime, Dan. Yeah. It's so cool. And, and we, have a, uh, we have a recording, I'll call it a recording studio, but really more it's like it's a project room. It's a, it's a recording space. And nothing is soundproof, but everything that you need in a studio to record a great track is there. And some of the, the, the newest things that I've been able to purchase came through. A grant I got last year, it was called the Music educator innovator award and i got four thousand dollars to spend on um and i chose all of it went to microphones uh so i bought a pair of akg c414s which are great for just about Mm -hmm. anything like drum overheads or any stringed instrument they make Mm -hmm. an acoustic guitar sound so good um so just immediately these these microphones had an impact we also got um an aventone cv 95 um condenser microphone which is incredible for vocals again as soon as someone sings into it the difference between what they did before and what they're able to do now with the same voice mm-hmm. yeah just miles away in terms of quality uh we got an re20 which is kind of in the same family as some of the microphones you have right yeah. here and um yeah I'm, I, I have my eyes uh, on on many other things too so I, so writing grants is going to be my my goal because um, there's just some things that the department's not going to buy. They're not going to buy me yeah. twenty five hundred dollars uh, worth of microphones. Uh, Do you have an SM seven B? I have. We have the. That's, if you SM- want it to splurge, <laughs> we have the SM fifty sevens, SM fifty eights. We have a B fifty two. What What is that? SM seven B. It's a uh, dynamic microphone. It's really good on like picking up the more harsh voices of belting and okay. you know like. Uh, Anthony Keyes has used list. it on all of I'll his add it to my list. records. List. It's also become a, a a popular podcasting microphone too. Okay. I can it's see that. Universal. I can see that. Yeah. yeah. Cool. I just like it how it treats my voices. Pretty yeah. nice. I, when you scream. <laughs> yeah. When I scream. When I belt. When I the, do, the amount do stuff. like the amount of things that I've just discovered along the way. I didn't know any of this information five years ago. Just I, I didn't talk mm-hmm. about microphones like it's <laughs> like a microphone's a microphone. Uh-huh. Just pick up the sound, but um, so it's it the whole the York Allen project itself has just led to so many different amazing discoveries for myself, for my students, for the school, um, and so it's just it's one of the best things I do in life. I think it, it's kind of like my legacy. I think so. I, I just I hope to keep doing it and mm-hmm. every year. And for for many years to come, and and hopefully maybe one day get to like a thousand songs that I've helped put out in the world. That would be that's awesome. Amazing. That's <laughs> kind of, right now it's around ninety, maybe hundred. I don't know what it'll be after this this year, but mm-hmm. somewhere around there. That, so let's let's get to a thousand. Awesome. Um, and before we let you go, because we want to get on to some of the artists as well who are going to be on this year's album. Can you talk a little bit about what? people might expect from this year's album that's going to be released in may right or something like that yeah it's um the release date's going to be a little bit later than usual we've um because of the lp project we had just um just a little bit more uh we needed a little more more time to accomplish some of the, some of the, our goals but um i think you should expect another great variety of amazing songs written by um some of the best songwriters of their age. I mean, I think, I think you could, I mean, literally this, I'm not even, I'm not even joking <laughs> the best songwriters of their age because 
that's even validated by the state of Illinois composition competition. Um, uh-huh. Four out of the seven students who who placed in that competition were from last year's York Album Project. That's awesome. Austin Brown was first place in state. Um, and Ben Pavlik and Anna Collins tied for second place in state. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Maya Toffler got an honorable mention. So out of seven people selected, out of all the songs that were sent in all over Hot the state, dang. four out of the seven <laughs> came from, from York. So I don't need the, that validation, but it was really cool to know yeah. that, oh, yeah. this also fits into this formal structure of, of uh, the state music competitions and so mm-hmm. it was the first time we ever did that and I can't believe it was the first I should have done it the other years because you know how many students that didn't get recognized but still mm-hmm. it says mm-hmm. something about what to expect from the album it's mm-hmm. just, this is this no joke these aren't um, kids just hanging out in the basement making music maybe they are actually but they the are. music they're making <laughs> they is are. really unbelievably good and so much worth your time uh there's something for everybody there's Mm a there's there's no effort to include every single genre but every single genre ends up getting included because they all just come to um the 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 project and say Mm -hmm. i want to be part of it and there's there's nobody excluded from it if you have a song and you want it to be part of it and and it, it passes the the test of your heart and soul was put into it then it's going to be on the album. That's so, awesome. how many songs are on this year's album? Still waiting on some some submissions, but mm-hmm. there could, if in a perfect world, thirty two. But probably, Ooh. no, it's oh, not going. That's a double yeah, album. But that, it's not. It's not going to happen. It's <laughs> because so cool, just though. there's just yeah. some that aren't going to make it because they're just they're not going to they're not going to get submitted. Yeah, you, yeah. you can't force somebody to do it. Yeah, of but course. they exist. So it's probably going to be more like hopefully twenty two to twenty five. It's still like the fact that yeah. you said like they, they exist, yeah. you know, yeah. That, yeah. that's amazing. And that's, that's more important than anything else. Whether it gets on the album or not, the song is recorded and it exists mm-hmm. maybe next year. <laughs> wow. All right. So with that amazing introduction, um, let's play just a, one song from last year's album project by a band who's going to be appearing later today, Sleeveless Jacket, um, just to get a little bit of a feel for what this album's about. Can and- I also just say mm-hmm. this is the song that placed first in state last year? Oh! Oh, wow, look at that. Between Its Teeth by Sleeveless Jacket. Awesome, yeah. Well, so here you guys go. The song that plays first on WRC 88.7 FM.
guys that last song you just heard was sleeveless jackets um between its teeth from 2018's album project um put out by york high school and we have a little bit of <laughs> we can't just pass over that i'm no. sorry Let's, <laughs> i just need so to well, Dan. laugh a little bit and now all right all right <clears throat> well wow. nobody heard it <clears throat> right Everyone so heard it York Album Project is who we're talking to today, um, and specifically we're focusing on the 2019 album. But before we go into some of the artists who are featured this year, we want to give a really quick plug to our podcast host, Art Phoenix Studios. Um, they're putting on an event this Saturday. Yeah, they are. Uh, do you want to announce it or should I? You. Yeah. You go right ahead. I'll go. All righty. So this. this is the Artfinite Studios it's Comedy at the Treehouse. Come out to. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. Come on <laughs> out to really Treehouse Records on Saturday, April 27th to <clears> see <throat> some of the funniest comedians in Chicago. It's $25, an open bar, and doors open at 8 p.m. Open bar? Yeah. 
And I can attest, I was at the last one. It was really fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. So go to it. Take advantage of that open bar. We're not talking about that <laughs> because this is college radio. And the first, <laughs> um, okay. So you should guys just go. It's it's awesome. It's really fun. Um, and yeah. Now transitioning back into the York album project. We're sounding like great role models here for the first for our guest. The first guest we have on from 2019's York album project is Bride. Hello. So first, can you maybe just give a little spiel about who you are and what year you're in high school? Yes. Um, I'm Bridie Costello, as I said. Um, I'm a senior at York High School. Um, I've been playing music for most of my life. Got into songwriting about like five years ago. Um, yeah, I also transferred to York as a junior, so that's when I got in contact with Mr. Gemco and this album project, um, which really pushed me in the direction of songwriting, which is super cool. Awesome. Yeah. Um, and then where'd you go before? Yeah, I went to Fenwick High School in Oak Park. And did they have a recording project? They did not. Lame. <laughs> Come on, Fenwick. I know. <laughs> so Fenwick. You got involved in I'm this sure cool the first year? Yes. You um, transferred and this is you're going to be your second year then, correct? With yes. With the project. Um, what kind of music did you write your first year versus this year? Um, I would say it's somewhat the same style, mm-hmm. um, but... I've definitely evolved in like lyrics and sense of chords and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, yeah, cool. What are some of your influences then? What what's, um, what inspired you to write in the first place? I really love John Mayer and oh, like Hoshi. I was expecting Nickelback. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the kids are listening to nowadays, right? Oh, Dan. Oh me, I'll shut up. <laughs> um, Ed Sheeran, those like acoustic guitar legends mm-hmm. love them anything in particular about them lyrics guitar styles what um, draws you to i think to john mayer's like guitar styles mm-hmm. and honestly like his writing it's just very inspiring yeah that man's very versatile yeah he, is. Yeah. he, he can do he can like do any well. style he wants he could for sure <laughs> any albums in particular that you really enjoy um hozier's new album wasteland baby it's so good oh, it is so, so good good is it beautiful really? yes okay i haven't listened oh my to it God, yet Dan. i know so me good. who always you know, yeah well, i don't you always, always but i've brought it up to you plenty of times yeah so. go listen to him okay. it's amazing uh, it's i think because ep- i listened to the ep and i was like oh, interesting but i yeah. didn't give it a second sh- shot and That's then good well i mean I he definitely continues album. with this reverberant you know kind of cathedral like mm-hmm. sound in, in in all of his songs and it sounds awesome and then just he plays with rhythm in one or two songs it, it's I don't know. It's really fun. It's still lyrically this pretty much similar. So if you're yeah. not a big yeah. fan of his lyrical cozier. styles, then I don't know if you're going to mm-hmm. like this, but it, it's definitely worth taking a listen to. Cool. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So We digress. Yes. <laughs> and before you play one of your songs on air for us, because I know you have your guitar and we'd love to have you play a little bit. Um, what do you think... Is it about the York album project that keeps you, I guess, coming back? Like, why did you decide to do it again this year? Honestly, I think, um, first of all, it's fun. Like, it's it's really fun recording music. That's definitely something new that I was introduced to when I transferred to York. Um, and also mm-hmm. Mr. Gemko. He just pushes us in such a great direction um, for ourselves and just for the school 
Um, and I think it's really cool that he can inspire all these kids to do an album and put together a lot of original music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there's like, what, seven full albums by kids in the Six, LP project now, too? I think, Six? right? Yeah, and you were one of them, actually, yes. correct? Right. Segway. So, yeah, totally when's that coming that. out? Um, my album... <laughs> Or mine's more of an EP. It's got six tracks on it. Um, it should come out like second week of May. Mm-hmm. Trying to push for that. Okay. Nice. Yeah. And is it the same kind of just acoustic, you and the guitar? Um, it's thing, or? got more layers of instruments. Um, but yeah, it's kind of the same vibe as all of my music. Um, mm-hmm. And it's called No Logical Reason, and it should be on Spotify. So awesome. check that out. Nice. Sounds good. And are you going to be playing a song from that upcoming EP here yes. today? Yes. Yeah. What's the song that you're playing called? Um, it's called Stuck Inside. I wrote it a few months ago, but it's also going to be on the York Album Project. So I'm sharing awesome. it with both of those albums. Cool, 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 cool. cool. What's it? Uh, what's it about? Quick little intro. Um, I think it's it's about like being stuck inside your head, really. Um, and just like all the thoughts, just I know that know, all too well. Going. Yeah. <laughs> it, it it doesn't stop. Yes. Yeah. Gets worse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's why you write songs, though, right? To get it out and for sure figure things out along the way. Well, would you like to play a little bit? I would love. To. Awesome. So let's just maybe turn that other mic. Don't tell me what to do, Della. <laughs> All right. Well, whenever you're ready, go ahead. <laughs> I'm just gonna do this thing that you told me to do. <clears throat> Inside 
So that was one more time. Stuck inside. Stuck inside by Bridie. Um, you can find that on the York Album Project, which is going to be coming out in just a few short weeks, as well as Bridie's full-length EP, also coming around kind of around the same time frame, yeah. maybe a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have anywhere people can follow you if they're interested in just your maybe yeah, personal uh, stuff? Yeah, my Instagram Castello B three. Definitely can find out all my about my like updates about the upcoming music. So. Awesome. Check very, very cool. Cool. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for Thank that quick little future. Um, yeah. Up next, we're going to have Ben Pavlik and then Sleeveless Jacket coming on. So please stick around through this quick commercial break and we'll be back with some more York album project music here on WRSC 88.7 FM. Okay, guys. <laughs> the last few song, the last song you just heard was by Bridie Costello who is part of the York Album Project that is what we're featuring today if you are just tuning in to WRSE 88.7 FM the next artist from the York Album Project we have here in studio is Ben Pavlik who has been on the York Album Project since the beginning of the project is that right or okay so pretty much for four straight years yeah Awesome. So can you, I guess for those of you who don't know who Ben Pavlik is, can you describe um, your kind of style of music and what year you're in high school as well? Uh, okay, I'm a senior at York, and my style of music um, is influenced by a lot, I guess. Um, I guess like the, the singer-songwriter stuff I've been doing that's going on the album is like kind of jazz-influenced pop, I guess. Um Okay, I'm a, okay. like with a big like and French influence, I suppose, mm-hmm. and I don't know, like, kind of like old pop music influence, like, like 40s. I was gonna say 40s is 40s and 30s stuff. Yeah, kind of really 30s, comes to mind yeah. when I hear your stuff. Um, what in particular? This might be a kind of a hard question to answer, mm-hmm. but do you know what it is about that style of music that really draws you in and motivates you to write mm-hmm. in that style? Is there is such a focus on melody and because i mean they were for a, a lot of it was for like musicals and stuff um so it's just really strong melodies and it was kind of the first of its kind you know to there's kind of like the first transition into what like what pop music is now i guess you know like mm-hmm. like, a, like singer because i mean you before pop was like you know classical music mm-hmm. and then marches and then like ragtime stuff and then it evolved into like 30s and 40s kind of pop um we're still swing. instrumentally based me- like the melodies right we're almost think people were thinking of instruments playing the melodies maybe. R- right yeah. yeah so then there became more like yeah. singer and then you could record um singers now um at that time i guess mm-hmm. uh leading up to that um but just, the lyrics are just like so clever um in a lot of those songs any and, artist in particular who really stands out to you um i love jerome kern a lot he's one of my favorite is he a, no, I'm, is he a lyricist or is he a song is he a singer as well uh, or instrumentalist instrumental a piano player uh he wrote a bunch of uh, tunes for musicals. He wrote like all the things you are and okay. 
um, a bunch of other like tunes like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Is there a song? Well, if you could write any song in history that's already been written, oh, what song would you oh, write? A- what song would you have wanted to write? That's a good question. <laughs> oh, that is a good question. Um, I think I'd want to write Across the Universe by the Beatles. Ooh. That's a good answer. Yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a good song. That's a really good great song. Tune. And it makes sense with what you just described, too. Yeah. Like, beautiful melody, the lyrics are a little bit more intricate. You have mm-hmm. to kind of dive mm-hmm. into them a little bit. Um, cool. And... I'm guessing then the song that you're putting out on the York album project is also this kind of jazz pop style. Is it mm-hmm. acoustic or is it with multiple instruments? How's that going to sound? Yeah. Um, oh, some of them are more acoustic sounding and some of them are like full band, like rock band um, kind of deal. Like, you know, guitar, bass, drums, uh, piano on some. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of, it kind of varies, I guess. Which is cool. I like that on the the album I'm working on. I think there's a lot of diverse um, instrumentation. Yeah, instrumentation and just and feelings of songs, but I don't think it's totally out of place. Like I think, I think the themes are similar, but I think it's expressed in different ways, which I didn't really do on purpose. It was just kind of <laughs> whatever's available or whatever you know whatever i'm hearing at the moment mm-hmm. yeah when you're writing does do the melodies come first to you or are you jamming and then something pops up and you like it so you kind of evolve it? it yeah um i'll 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 definitely focus on melody first um like i don't know i'll just i'll hear i kind of go about my day just with like some type of like melody going on in my head I guess you know just taking pieces of things I've listened to and just kind of jumbling it all up and and then when something kind of like hits maybe a little bit or like oh that's kind of weird then you you have to like dig into that and kind of mm-hmm. bring it out um it, it's kind of like like an animal like you have to kind of be gentle and beckon it out of um you know being timid and like i don't know <laughs> yes. no, that's, I yeah it, that's an accurate way of <laughs> for most people i think most artists because um because you can't really just do what you i don't know like it has to it has to make sense it has to it has to get stuck in your head and it it has to be thoughtful, you know. So, how many voice memos do you have stored? On <laughs> Gosh, probably hundreds. Uh-huh. Yeah, hundreds, definitely. Good. Yeah. That's the way it should be. <laughs> yeah. Storing ammo. Yeah, yeah, and it'll just be like, like, especially when I fall asleep. When I'm falling asleep. Oh yeah, that's the worst. I, I mean, of, it's the best. But yeah, it's the worst. I think of so, so many like little yeah. tidbits of melody, mm-hmm. and then I'll, I'll record it, and then I, I share a room with my siblings. So. Who knows what they're hearing throughout the night? Like <laughs> just me humming, a little, little, right? <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, it, and that's the best. I think that's the best way to do it because most of it's garbage, <laughs> you know. But finding those small tidbits, yeah. right, yeah. in the middle of all that. Yeah. No, important. it's cool going back and being like, oh, whoa, okay, mm-hmm. okay, I actually had something here because it might be 
something just nice that pops in your head, you record it, you forget about it. Yeah. And you go back to it, and it's like, oh, whoa, okay, hold up. Yeah. So a lot of the times you do go back, and it's like, oh, okay, wow, I don't know where I was <laughs> when I did this. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And I think the biggest test of, like, when you know you have something that, you know, inspires you, that you want to complete into a, 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 you know, a full idea is when it's like time, like when a lot of time goes by and then you can still remember it Mm -hmm. or you still feel the same way you did the first time you thought of it or whatever, you know, but, um, that's kind of tough when you're on a deadline sometimes. (laughs) Yeah. That's Definitely. probably a different story, but when you have, you know, when you have enough time, I think it's cool to just see how it, you know, sits for a while. Have you ever tried, like, meditating to get songs or melodies to come to you if you're in a, in a crunch? Not, uh, no, I have not tried that. It might be worth a shot. That I, I practiced cool. that a couple yeah. times. Wow. Because, um, you know, you're thinking most of your ideas come to you either, like, early hours just waking up or mm-hmm. just about before bed. Mm-hmm. And your mind's already starting to kind of fade. Fade. Yeah. So if you start meditating, kind of get your that's cool. You know, force your mind into that that little calm, neutral, ready to fade away into hmm. the subconscious. Hmm. There'll be some stuff that pops I want to try that yeah. now. Dang. Sounds You're nice. welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Very Just uh, give me fifty percent of all the ideas that come to you, <laughs> and we'll be good. We'll be even. Nice. So Ben, with all that intro about your songwriting style and stuff, do you want to give the audience a little bit of a, yes. a song? Is this something that's going to be on your LP or the album project or both? Um, I'm not sure yet. Okay. Um, it might it might be on both. Okay. Definitely on the LP. I'm not sure about the album project yet. I'm late with submitting in my song because I can't I'm decide. Some late birds come. <laughs> yeah, I'm one of those. Yes, mm-hmm. um, but in the end, it doesn't matter because you will be sharing a song and at, at some point, right? <laughs> so mm-hmm. I just need to do that. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> <laughs> of course. That's but yeah, here for. I was thinking of submitting this one. It's the most recent one I read. Um, What's it called? It's called Only. Only. Oh. <laughs> so it goes, my heart gets tangled. Careless fingertips, just give me your lips. Angels sing something like the song, but when you speak, words that make me weep. It's so easy being here alone, my dear. Let's disappear in full circle. Slow, we sway and fade away, night and day. Spill out your heart 
every part from this feeling Cause we're floating through the stars And I'm yours, your one and only Spin a hot air balloon right lifted through the clouds, drifted down and down. Now we croon, but only in tones that we understand. Won't break free from your hand. It's so easy being here alone, my dear. Let's disappear in full circle. Slow, we sway and fade away, night and day. From this feeling, cause we're floating through the stars, and I'm yours, your one and only spell your heart. Never part from this feeling, cause we're floating through the stars, and I'm yours, your one and only. soundboard for uh like roaring uh applause yeah i know right <laughs> yeah right, your snaps just don't cut it that was pretty amazing oh, thanks also why you... haven't you submitted that yet <laughs> i think that, that you're gonna on that man like <clears throat> you <laughs> you <laughs> what are you a soldier boy now Adele? i guess i am oh dang um that you're gonna be some something. You just are. I mean, obviously, like, you took the words out of Adele's. Like, well, that you, does, you left her. Uh, I mean, I'm not. My IQ her, isn't too high, so I wouldn't. Just, <laughs> that's yeah, too much I of mean, an accomplishment. But, um, you know, it, it it invokes. You capture that feeling of of the 30s and kind of the 40s and and and, and <clears throat> creating this very romantic story with 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 both the tone in your voice the, your lyrics the beautiful like jazz guitar work it it's it, it just it's something very very cool and you don't see it too often now i just think it's so special thank you thank and you i want to listen to that on a picnic yeah. <laughs> yeah i just want it like i feel like it, it brings in a lot of positive imagery and mm. it's something that people positivity something people need now you know so it's it sounds wonderful um are you releasing the out al your album soon after the album project itself comes out from your high school or hopefully in the summer um okay sometime i know it's it's going a lot um slower than expected um yeah. 
that's generally how it happens. That's the, it's because, uh, you know, things, things change. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Uh, I started working with this this guy. Um, his name's Cliff Magnus, but he, he's a producer, and he um, he started we started working together. So so now instead of like you know me just wanting to release songs for for myself and my friends, mm-hmm. he kind of he kind of opened my mind to thinking bigger picture. So I have been taking a lot more time on it then because I mean the songs are all done, but now it's just a matter of like. Uh, sending them to him to get them um, mixed mm-hmm. and mastered now, um, and just having them uniform because I was, I was just gonna do that myself and mm-hmm. it'd probably end up really <laughs> bad. Mm-hmm. But sorry for the sneeze. <laughs> bless you. <clears throat> um, thanks. But uh, but now I have to, you know, kind of. It's more of a collaboration now, really, yeah. and I'm I'm just I'm I'm not really familiar with working with other people which is maybe bad in a sense because <laughs> you should you should work with other people because you're gonna have to at some point yeah in the music industry it's you, you gotta mm-hmm. yeah unfortunately talk right. to people yeah. right make friends uh-huh that right. drag of work yeah mm-hmm. <clears throat> but like it was always you know i mean it's always been that way you just you record something and then you release it on like I don't know, like SoundCloud or something, mm-hmm. you know, and anyone can hear it. Yeah, and it's just fun. Like I didn't, I didn't think, I didn't think I had to, you know, go the extra mile just to release music. But mm-hmm. you definitely should because it's so available right now. Yeah, in this age, definitely. So definitely, I mean, Mr. Grimko was talking about it's all DIY. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's easier more now mm-hmm. than ever. Mm-hmm. So why not take the opportunity? Exactly. Right. People 20, 30 years ago would, like, as a kid, mm-hmm. would have killed to be in this position where you can just, mm-hmm. oh, I have an idea. I can just go in a studio and record right now. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. awesome. What? So be on the lookout for Ben Pavlik's new album coming out soon this summer. Um, is there anywhere people can find you, or are you just kind of laying low right now um, for internet stuff? It's pretty, it's pretty low right now. Okay. Um, but things are coming. They are brewing. Okay. So, um, follow me on social media, uh, Instagram, uh, Facebook, Snapchat, whatever. Um, yeah. Awesome. Snapchat still a thing. I'm, I'm talking. I don't from, know. I, I'm, I'm an old guy now. Yeah. All right. We kind of. What's the deal with Snapchat? I don't know. I mean, it's pretty dumb. But like, if you need to <laughs> I mean, reach, yeah. if you need to reach people, it's so easy to just. Yeah. Like, it's more of like a friend thing, I feel like. Yeah. Just send pictures of whatever, but like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never understood how people could use it as like a promo tool for their. Some people person. create public profiles, so uh, it, mm-hmm. it depends. But anyway, thank yeah. you so much. Thank you for having uh, me. Wonderful song, and we'll be coming up next with the final band that we're talking to from the York Album Project of 2019, Sleeveless Jackets. So uh, stay tuned. Just. If you guys can hang tight, we're going to put on a commercial or two, and then we'll be back with Sleeveless Jacket. Touchy. So, so just be nice to it, and it should be Alrighty friends with guys. you. Hello, hello, um, hello. Yeah. So the last song you heard was a new song by Ben Pavlik um, coming up soon on the York Album Project, which is scheduled mm-hmm. to release, I think, the first week of May. So go check it out and follow Ben if you're interested in hearing more of his stuff and his album when it comes out through the York LP Project. Yeah. Um cool stuff the next band 
we have in studio with us today is Sleeveless Jacket, and they are or how and, Mandela likes to pronounce it, Sleeveless Jacklets. Oh off the air, <clears throat> yes, off the air. I was speaking very fast to Ben, and yes, I might have said Sleeveless Jacklet because I'm a fool. Oh. But you guys are not Sleeveless Jacklet; you're Sleeveless Jacket. That's not the worst butchering of our name that we've gotten. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> all right. See you, Dan. See you, Dan. Um, <laughs> Can y'all go around and maybe introduce yourselves and who you are? So name, um, maybe age in school, and what you play in the band. Sure. Great. Um, I'll start. I'm Maya Toffler. I play bass, and I also do vocals. And uh, I'm 17 at York High School. All right. I'm Rocco Ramos. I am a sophomore at York High School, and I play drums in the band. My name is Austin Brown. I am 18 years old, and I play guitar and sing in Sleeveless Jacket. We also have another guitarist, but he couldn't make it today, but he's uh, Julian Velasco. Fire him. (laughs) He's obviously not dedicated enough to be a musician. (laughs) So what made you guys come up with the name Sleeveless Jacket? What's the origin story behind that name? Rocco, do you want to tell that one? (laughs) um, I don't know. Um, it was like a show that we were about to play. It wasn't Sleeveless Jacket. It was like some other band that we were in. And we, I was describing to Maya what, uh, like what my outfit was going to be. And I basically like forgot the name of a vest. So I just, (laughs) I kept like describing it as Sleeveless Jacket, like what I was going to wear. And, uh, like everyone made fun of me afterwards and we're like, absolutely ridiculed him. That was (laughs) And we're like, oh, well, we can use that as a band name because why not? <laughs> nice. All right, that's good. Yeah. That's a better story than most people. <laughs> <laughs> At least you didn't go on bandnamegenerator.com. And yeah, no, we could. no. We could. <laughs> we could. But yeah, we don't have time for that game. We do a game sometimes when we do that, but no time. Um, <laughs> awesome. And then what, I know people don't like it when we ask them to describe their sound, but what do you think... <laughs> Is the best way to describe what what your guys's sound is or the what your artist kind of question going is for. a musician. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're definitely rock, and it's mostly alternative rock inspired by things from the '90s, grunge, nice. that kind of era. I see you have a nine-inch nail shirt. I, I do. approve. <laughs> I approve. Thank you. I also like how you went into right away expanding upon the term like alternative saying influenced by 90s you know it's honing in on a little bit we we like to talk about genres and labeling on this show and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. be a little pretentious about it mm-hmm. yeah it's there's not enough descriptor words to describe music because alternative when people just say we're alternative you know you can be 2000s alternative 90s alternative yeah. like early 2000s it's just so many things so you guys are specifically more kind of trying to be more grunge 90s, 90s style all right yep i'd say Sad so. day, rainy seattle Nice. I like it. Awesome. And who's the predominant songwriter in the band, or are you guys all kind of songwriters? Jam it out. Definitely, Austin is um, is the person who contributes the most to writing. Um, But on the upcoming album, I'm gonna try and have at least two of ones that I've written. But Austin is just an incredibly prolific writer, gifted writer. It's oh my, wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) Aww, building each other up. And have you guys? just out of curiosity any of you guys in this band been part of like a solo or a different band on the york album project that's coming up i released a song on my own last year 
Um, but I'm not doing another one this year. But um, this year, like I'm helping out a lot of different bands that I'm I'm not like officially a part of, but um, like obviously Civis Jack I am. But this year I helped out um a band called Feed the Monkeys, um, and uh, what else? I helped out a friend of mine, Maggie Quick, who I, th- I don't know if I, I don't know if she's gonna be on here or today, but we'll see. So. <laughs> um, and also a band called The Lobsters, a new up, upcoming band, and uh, <laughs> everyone's a sophomore, but yeah. Cool. Everyone needs a drummer. Yeah. Drummers are in demand, dude. It's That's hard true. to find a That's good, true. reliable drummer. Mm-hmm. And Austin, is this your like primary uh, band for the York Album Project this year, or are you releasing solo stuff on the York Album Project? This is the primary thing on the York Album Project this year, but I also have helped Maggie Quick, like Rocco said, mm-hmm. with her stuff, her song on the album project and she's releasing an album as well cool cool and you guys are actually releasing an album too correct yeah as part of the lp can you guys talk a little bit about that like well what are we what's maybe some of your favorite songs on on the upcoming album sure we just recently came up with the name for it which we were really excited for it's going to be called slowly passing through um and like i said we're still working on writing some things but we're definitely planning on having it out probably around the end of may or so that's definitely what we're looking for mm-hmm. do you have anything more any highlights that people can look forward to things that you like about the album oh <clears throat> we re-recorded um a song that you guys played earlier that <gasps> austin wrote between its teeth so that's going to be fun because we weren't totally happy with how we recorded it the first time okay. so just a little like a remastered edition of it i guess you could say mm-hmm. um which is Remix. we're definitely excited for <laughs> <laughs> um cool cool yeah there are a lot of songs in this um that i am just really proud of i think these have been like some of the best songs i've written yet and it's kind of hard to like pick a highlight because in my mind they're all just so interconnected mm-hmm. hmm. fair enough interesting is it like are all the songs do they flow into each other kind of or is there a cohesive Mm-mm. unity in this or is it just how you value them it's more how I value them. Gotcha. It's they're all your children. I kind of <laughs> wrote a lot of them at around the same time, so I think it's also fun for us too because we've been playing them live a lot lately. So it definitely they they all have a certain personality. I think um, they're not just songs that were written to be recorded. They're more live songs, which is really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I think it's also going to be kind of difficult to get them exactly how we want them because we're so used to just playing mm-hmm. them live how they it's are hard to capture but, that live energy yeah exactly uh, but it, but recording. it's kind of exciting that's at awesome. the same time too that's yeah cool so you guys mentioned that you're influenced a lot by 90s alternative grunge are there any bands or albums in particular that you think kind of helped inspire a lot of the songs on this record or, or anything like that yeah yeah um because i see you also have a muse shirt yeah, I do. Which is also <laughs> awesome. I just wanted to shout that out too. Like, so far I'm liking what I'm seeing. Oh yeah. So I'm kind of wanna, I wanna give you, give me more opportunity to give you guys props in your musical taste. <laughs> <laughs> well, one like gigantic influence that has kind of been carried with me throughout all of my songwriting has been Weezer, especially like the '90s Weezer in particular, and especially on that their 1996 Sorry. album Pinkerton. <laughs> That was good. That was right. And yeah, that Not what I was expecting, but still good. <laughs> Dan. I know. I, I like know Weezer. 
Oh. Well, <laughs> there, there are other things. I'm a really big fan of Stone Temple Pilots. Yeah. I think they have. See, okay. Now you're, now you're rocking my style. Uh-huh. quite a bit on this. Mm-hmm. What about you two? What, what are your two uh, maybe influences that you're trying to draw from when creating this album? Well, um, especially for Between Its Teeth. Between Its Teeth is like, like probably an outlier in this album, I'd say, because there's like four of these songs um, that Austin wrote like a few years back that are all like a little more similar to each other than Between His Teeth. Between His Teeth, Austin wrote like a year ago, and it was like a lot more like we were trying to go for Soundgarden um, kind of okay. style. And so, yeah, I that's probably what I'm going for. Yeah. Right. Nice. yeah, and then I kind of take it a little bit of a different direction, I think, um, with my songs. I mean, Austin likes to make fun of me for it, but honestly, one of my favorite bands ever is just the Beatles and just their versatility and yeah. what each of them were able to bring to the table. And then also... Don't make fun of her. <laughs> Beatles, man. They're awesome. And then also the Car Seat Headrest album, Teens of Denial, has been a really big influence on me. So that's much more recent than the 90s. But I don't know. I feel like if that album were released in the 90s, it probably would have done well. But like a mixture of kind of all over the place is more... I mean... But I'm also influenced by 90s rock, too. Just not as heavily as Austin is, but... Uh-huh. Cool. cool. Yeah, it's got to at least respect the Beatles, sir. All right. You can dislike <laughs> he them. Does. You gotta, he does. You got to respect what they did. Yeah, maybe a bit. Adela, what are you shaking your head for? No, no, no. no. I, well, no, I, I like the Beatles a lot, but I'm just saying not everybody has to necessarily like the Beatles. Respect. I just said you can yes. dislike them. Yeah, yeah. But you have to acknowledge that. Yeah. If it wasn't for the Beatles. Yeah, that's... I agree with you. Yeah. I just am a little out of it today, but yeah, I agree with you completely. Sound like, don't make me fight you. (laughs) All right, guys. So with all that, you know, interlude stuff and talking about your album and the awesome influences, do you guys want to play the song you guys wrote? We would love to. Yeah. (laughs) So which uh, which one are you guys going to showcase for us today? This is a song called Get Away. All right. Mm -hmm. How should I position this mic? <laughs> we, can, we, can. Well, we got you. We're just trying to figure so, out the mic okay. situation. <laughs> All righty, guys, whenever you're ready. Don't quit. 
If this is me being a music noob, and maybe it is, it's but probably. Yeah, it probably is. It kind of that song yeah. has a little bit of a Strokes feel to it. I don't know, like an earlier that. Strokes feel. Mm-hmm. If you guys, I don't I know. I wasn't really expecting I that, but I, 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 <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, just my two cents. But it was really cool. Yeah, that was that was really jiving. That was really rock. Jiving. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna. I like that word. I'm gonna use it. Um, <laughs> so when do you guys expect your album to be out? The end of May, you said? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, so what we're looking for. Cool, cool, yeah, cool. that one will sound a little bit different. We usually play on electric instruments. That was the first time we'd done that one acoustic. So. Well, it sounded yeah. really good yeah. acoustic. You yeah. should get a uh, like a djembe or a cajon, something yeah. of them, do some acoustic gigs. Yeah. Yeah. No, that actually, because then you can uh, promote yourselves through all, like, all these open mics and stuff that's going on, because usually, you know, they're limited to acoustic stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that way you can keep playing and Get your stuff out there even if you don't have a gig. Yeah. That's not a bad idea. (laughs) So in the meantime, though, while people are waiting for the album to come out and the York album project to come out, is there a place people can follow you on social media? Do you have anything set up yet? Yes, we do. We have, we're on Facebook and we're on Instagram. If you just search Sleeveless Jacket, we have videos of us playing live on the Facebook. And then if you get to the Instagram and you forget where to go, it's all linked. (laughs) It took me like an hour to set that whole thing up, but I figured it out. (laughs) Nice. But yeah, at Sleeveless Jacket. On Instagram and on Facebook. Awesome. Yeah. Very, very cool. So you guys are going to be playing, I assume, at the York Album Project release party at Fitz's? Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. That's going to be, for those of you interested, May 4th at Fitz's Spare Keys. It's literally right in town, so you have no excuse not to it's check like it down out. down the street. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 6.30. It's going to be featuring Sleeveless Jacket alongside a lot of the other artists who weren't able to come out today. Um, something you guys should really check out and support because it's an awesome thing that the York High School musicians are doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. Yeah, they need to keep doing it. For sure. And they need to get bigger so they can promote other schools to do it as well. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mr. Gemko is really incredible with just his support and his the time that he dedicates mm-hmm. to his students and, you know, to come out and... I mean, on Easter Sunday and bring yeah. his kids to promote his students on a radio station. It's just, um, mm-hmm. it's incredible. He's so awesome. Yeah. And, and you know, it, Dan brought up a good point. This is really something that should be 
more accessible in more schools because it's just a great, it's such a great way to get your creativity out into the world and to prove that you know just because you're a teenager it doesn't mean that you don't have anything to say it doesn't mean that you know you're creating something that's necessarily worse than what an adult might create right um it's just awesome and i love this i love you guys you guys are sounding great and go check it out seriously york album project dropping may 5th may 4th is the promotion release show for it so may the 4th be with you Yes. Mm -hmm. And with that, (laughs) we were actually out of time today for Underplay Hours Easter special. (laughs) My voice just cracked again. We're going to keep going. Yeah, no, it's great. (laughs) So um, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, Again, go support the Org Album Project if you're interested at all in what me and Dan do. This is called the Underbelly Hours. It's our live radio show. Um, also podcast Monday mornings that talks about the local music scene, artists, and all stuff happening around Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, Spreading good vibes and good music to all. Uh-huh. And we're sponsored by Artfinex Studios, who is a, a talk, uh, bringing artists together across different creative mediums. And once again, they are presenting a comedy night at the Treehouse on Saturday, April 27th. So if you're interested in learning more about Art Phoenix Studios in general, I would suggest checking that out. Yep. Um, Go check out their website, mm-hmm. artphoenixstudios.com, yeah. where you can also find us too Yeah. on the podcast network tab. It's exactly. Along with that. other cool podcasts, mm-hmm. Wake and Jake. Yep. He's awesome. Um, He's awesome. Tipsy tabloids. In the Tipsy tabloids. Room. And cheers to you. Awesome stuff. Is there another one? No. Oh, shoot. I should probably know this. That's, that's it <laughs> for now. Okay. We're looking for more, though, if you're interested. Um, and that has been our show, so check it out. You're Dan. You're Adela. And we'll see you next week. Uh, no, we won't. We'll see you next week, but it'll be live at WRC Battle of the Bands. We'll what? just be sharing things to our social medias. Uh, go check that out. It's completely free at Elmhurst Brewing Company. Yeah. So and my band's playing. Uh-huh. Dan's band is playing, so check it out. Yeah, it's awesome. Do you have a, sh- a song you want to leave the lovely audience with today? Just out of curiosity? Uh, uh, we don't normally do this, but I have. The Approaching Curve by Rise Against. No, you have Rise Against up right now. Okay. Uh, uh, no, Drones. Drones? Drones. drones. All righty. Awesome. Here's okay. Drones, and see you guys next right. week. Happy Easter. Go Woo. forth and, you know, celebrate life. Yeah. Bye. This has been a production of Art Phoenix Studios in Chicago. If you enjoyed this show, please check out our other content on artphoenixstudios.com. That's A-R-T-F-I-N-I-X studios.com.